Oh, yeah, counsel. Psst. Yeah, you. It's me. Your heart. Listen to me. We've got to talk. High blood pressure is serious, and yours? Whoa. What happened to us? We used to be so much more active. But lately, you've been ignoring me. I know you think I'm just going to keep ticking away forever, but you're wrong. You can do so much more to control your high blood pressure. Doing the minimum isn't doing enough. I'm under a lot of pressure and can quit whenever I want. Bet you didn't know that. But I like my job. Just treat me better. Check on me. Give me something green to nibble on every once in a while. And maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. Let's get to it. After all, we're in this together. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check change control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Welcome, NBA fans. Tonight's NBA Man, nothing beats seeing an NBA game in person. Hey, buddy, thanks again for driving. So, where are our seats? Oh, we're sitting right around the corner. Hey, but before we do anything, let me stop for a second at the designated driver booth and make the pledge. Excuse me, sir, did you say designated driver? <laughs> yeah, I'm the designated driver tonight. Congratulations, you are a winner. And for being the designated driver and always buckling up, every trip, every time, you have won the adoration of your friends and family who will get home safely from the game. Cool. Your prize also includes the gratitude of all of the drivers on the road who won't have to fear for their lives. And finally, you've won the chance to follow your favorite NBA team to the NBA Finals because responsibility has its rewards. Woo! Yeah! To find out more, visit the designated driver booth at the arena or visit rhir.org. A message from this station and Team Coalition. Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell is sponsored by Equity Resource, a development, construction, and investment firm that is transforming properties throughout the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Our mission is to develop properties at a high level of value, a low risk of investment, while providing impeccable service to our customers. When you're ready to sell, renovate, or invest in a property, choose Equity Resource. Call us today at 202-621-6632 or visit our website, equityresource.net. News Talk 1450 WOL, Washington, D.C., a Radio 1 station, and worldwide at woldcnews.com. The views and opinions of the following show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of News Talk 1450 WOL, Radio 1 Incorporated, or their management. Good morning and welcome to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. Now for today's show, here's attorney Ethel Mitchell. Welcome. Welcome to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. I'm your host, attorney Ethel Mitchell. Welcome to all who are listening live throughout the world on WOL Station 1450, WLDCnews.com. And LawTalkWithEthelMitchell.com. We have a great program for you today. We're continuing our program about money, our series about money, and we have two great guests with us today. Joan White McCain is going to talk to us about long-term care planning, and Douglas Ease is going to teach us about creating generational wealth. So listen up and learn, because this benefit. This information will be able to benefit everyone. This program is brought to you by my law office, 
Wills and Trust, LLC, where I prepare wills, trusts, power of attorneys, uh, advanced medical directives, and help people with estates. So if you or someone you know needs a will or assistance in administering an estate, give me a call at 202-772-1988. That's 202-772-1988. Law is powerful. It can help you or it can hurt you. It impacts everything you do. What you don't know about the law can hurt you, and what you do know empowers you. Money is powerful also. It can help you or hurt you. Money impacts everything you do as well. And what you don't know about money can hurt you, but what you do know can certainly empower you. So each week, Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell brings you professionals to share their knowledge and expertise to empower you. But please remember that what you hear on this program is for information purposes only. No attorney-client relationship is established by anything said on this program. Each person's circumstances are different, and you must seek individual counsel for any situation for which you need legal or financial advice, I would say. Okay. All of our programs are archived at lawtalkwithethelmitchell.com. So if you missed a program, go there, and the programs are posted by my webmaster within about 72 hours of their airing. My executive producer, Stacy Royster, and my radio engineer, Daryl Farley, are ready to receive your calls. So please call us to join the conversation at 1-800-450-7876. That's 1-800-450-7876. Let's get started. Our first guest is Ms. Joan White McCain. Joan received her B.S. degree in business from Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. She earned the CLU, the Chartered Life Underwriters designation, and the CHFC, which is the Chartered Financial Consultant from American University. Mrs. McCain, alone with a team of other professionals, works in her own company, Joan White McCain Financial, where she provides financial products such as life, disability, and long-term care insurance. I was part of a presentation with Ms. McCain last year where she made one of the most compelling and easily understandable presentations I had ever heard about long-term care. She really understands it and understands its benefits. And so I am very pleased to welcome Joan to my program to educate my listeners about long-term care. Welcome, Joan. Hello. Hi, Ethel. Thanks so much for having me, and thanks, Stacy, too. Oh, our pleasure, really. Tell us, Joan, what exactly is long-term care, and how is that different from regular health care? Ethel, I'm so glad you asked that question because uh, so many people are confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the differences of long-term care and health insurance. Health insurance is just as it states. It's for health challenges or it's for prevention. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to the doctor, health insurance provides coverage for that. If you go to a hospital, health insurance provides the coverage for that and, and prescription drugs, things of that nature. 
Now, long-term care, on the other hand, is primarily for custodial care. And what I mean by that is um, um, custodial care is like standby assistance or uh, a person needing help with dressing or just monitoring. Um, Health insurance is not going to cover that. That's long-term care protection. Mm -hmm. So that's a major difference between health insurance and uh, long-term care protection. So you're saying custodial care is is what we're talking about when you're talking about long-term care. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Um, custodial care, like I mentioned, sometimes people think that uh, long-term care means that you have to be flat on your back, but custodial care is somebody just needing assistance, standby assistance, or, or someone needing help with um, uh, bathing or, or dressing or just monitoring. Uh, that's custodial care, and see, health insurance doesn't, pick up custodial care. That's what long-term care does. It, it takes care of the custodial aspect of care. Why is it so important to have a plan for long-term care as we get older? Why, why is that so important? <laughs> well, Ethel, uh, we plan for everything else. Mm-hmm. We plan for weddings. We plan for birthdays, retirement, sporting events and parties. Uh, but a lot of people, they neglect in taking the time to plan for a long-term care um, episode. And actually, your listeners and all of us, we probably have plans in place for house fire or if our car is totaled in an accident. Those plans are like called Allstate or State Farm. Mm-hmm. You, you have a plan for that. But most people, they neglect in that last planning piece, and that is to plan for a long-term care event. And and by not planning for it, it can cause some devastating consequences to your spouse, uh, to your children, and to some of those financial promises that you might have for the future. Such as what? I mean, what are the consequences if you don't have a long-term care plan? What what are you, what are the consequences, and what are our options when when it comes to that? Well, you know, um, two major consequences when it comes to not planning for long-term care. Two things: family and finances. The, the two Fs. And, and when I say family, what I mean by that is. If you don't have a, a plan for a long-term care event, who's going to take care of you? It, it primarily is going to come to your family, and more specifically, it's going to come to your children uh, or a spouse. Now, but just think about it, Ethel. Now, your, your children, they may not be living in the same state as you. Like and when I, when I, um, before my parents passed away, they were in Ohio. I'm living in Maryland. My brother's in Michigan, and my sister's in Seattle, Washington. We were all around our parents, but... Just think about it. Will your uh, will you be able to uh, rely upon your children coming in to take care of you? Are you going to be able to move to where they are? And uh, basically, the, the uh, challenges that comes with caregiving. Uh, some people say, "Well, well, I'm not going to rely upon my children, but I do have a spouse." But are they willing to to change? I mean, um, uh, not work, or it, it, do they have the ability to to not? Uh, work, and uh, are they going to be able to to put their lives on hold? That is your your family, and so that's something that you got to think about as far as the consequences. It, it said that uh, taking care of a chronically ill person makes the caregiver a healthy caregiver chronically ill. So that's one of the the consequences mm-hmm. that comes mm-hmm. with long term care. But the other uh, consequences, the financial aspects of it. Yeah. What, I, what I mean by that is, a lot of people will say, well. 
Joan, if something happens like that, then, you know, I have the monies. I have, like, monies. I've heard people say, well, I have, like, a million or some odd dollars in my 403B, my 401K program, so I'll be able to to self-insure. And so I just asked them, are you really, really going to be able to do that? Because I don't know if people realize that the average cost of care in the tri-state area, like, um, we've done the studies for all states, but... I'm just thinking about right now the D.C., Virginia, Maryland area. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if people realize it, but if a person needed some assistance, someone to come in to take care of them, that's home care. And the average cost of care in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area today is about $3,500 per month. Now, if you had to go to a facility, it's like $8,000 per month. Yeah. Now, you, you, yeah. you do the math. That's like uh, forty to $100,000 a year today. Mm-hmm. But but in, in in most instances, people don't need care today. Uh, now I'm talking about like our generation, these baby mm-hmm. boomers. They, they, they may not need the care today, but just fast forward that like 15, 20, 25 years down the road when that same uh, $100,000 cost of care it's going to look more like a quarter of a million yeah, annually. Yeah, and and yeah. so then I asked the question, are you going to be able to, to take that from your 401k program uh, to, to fund that and, and, and be mindful of the fact that that money that you put aside for that, it was designed for your income stream for retirement for you and a spouse. And, and uh, it may have also been uh, set aside for charities. I know you always talk about uh, charities, uh, Ethel Giving. Mm-hmm, Some mm-hmm. people put those monies aside and they have an earmark for, okay, I'm going to live on a portion of this. I want to give a portion to, to charity. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to buy that vacation house. And then, too, I want to make sure that my grandchildren's uh, college education is secure. Right, right, when, right. When you start using that money for um, your care and you're talking about like a quarter of a million, $200,000 a year, uh, all that money that you put aside may not be able to do all that. And so right. those are the major consequences when it comes to not planning, and that is it's, it's putting a burden on your family, uh, and it, it means that, that your, your family has to kind of stop their lives to be able to take care of you, and then it puts an impact on your finances. So yeah, uh, that's, yeah. why, that, that's why it's so important to plan for this, this major um, aspect that's happening to many of us. Well, well, maybe if you give us an idea of what kinds of circumstances, what are the 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 kinds of of things that people, what are the activities that usually people are not able to do that would would trigger the need for long term care? Can you tell us what are the criteria for determining when long term care is is needed? Because sure. you know we all hear about things and we all know people. I mean, I know. I have clients who are caretakers, and it is extremely stressful. It really right. is. Yes. And and I have clients who have to take people to uh, dialysis every mm-hmm. three days a week. I have, and then they have to help them when they get back home. Uh, I have clients who are just not able to bathe themselves and so forth. Right. What what are the kinds of criteria that would trigger a long term care event? Mm-hmm. Those are good questions. Uh, and just bottom line, they're, they're considered ADLs or activities of daily living. And it's things that, you know, we do that we don't even realize we're doing it. Like, you know, you get up in the morning and then you go to the bathroom. So then there's bathing. Oh, and then there's toileting and continence. And, and then there's dressing. And then uh, there's uh, the bathing. And then my favorite part, the eating. When, when, mm-hmm. when people aren't able to, um, they need assistance. They need um, assistance. 
persons with at least two of the activity, activities of daily living, that's what, um, what triggers a long-term care. And so, a lot of people, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, so, so you're saying if someone can't get up and go to the bathroom without assistance, if they can't bathe themselves without assistance, mm-hmm. if they can't eat without assistance, and mm-hmm. what was the other one that you said there were five? No, six. It's, six, it's, okay. Um, bathe, eat. Toileting uh-huh. uh, is, is continence, uh-huh. is uh, bathing, uh-huh. uh, dressing, and eating. That's dressing. All the six. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think that was All right. So, and, and that uh-huh. could but, but, come... Oh, but also, too, Ethel, yes. cognitive impairment, too. Uh-huh. A lot of t- people forget about that piece because in the cognitive area is, um, you know, a dementia or Alzheimer's. Uh, and, and that's why I, I mentioned earlier that sometimes a dementia or Alzheimer's patients, they're able to take care of all those ADLs, but they need to be monitored because they may go outside or they may leave. Yeah, so, they get uh, lost. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so it, it's it's not only it, um, it's impairments. It, it's impairments that could be uh, physical, um, uh, chronic impairments that, like uh, you just said, it's strokes or diabetes. Ah, yeah, um, it, yeah. It could mean that, like a broken hip. That's acute. You know, you have to get yeah, immediate. Bro- yeah, a lot medical of people assistance. get broken hips too. Mm-hmm, exactly. They really and, do. Exactly. Yeah. And and then too, as people get older, um, the uh, chances for us having dementia or Alzheimer's it not increased. just older. Did you see? I can say B. Smith was on uh, yeah, that's in right. Congress, and and what is she in her fifties, and she has yeah. dementia or Alzheimer's? It's really mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. That's something. B. Smith here. Oh as a my restaurant. God! Yeah. Yeah. I knew her. I know her. I shouldn't say mm-hmm. knew her. She's not mm-hmm. dead, but. She was wonderful, young, yeah. wonderful lady, and that's happening to a lot of people. That, mm-hmm. and and it can be sudden. It can be sudden onset. I understand too. Exactly, and and two, and that's a good point you raise, um, Ethel, because a lot of times people think that when when I say uh, long term care or um, when I say that, people think that. Oh, wait, she's talking about that a nursing home, or she's talking about that old person's type of uh, protection but like you just said it doesn't um happen to just young i mean older folks it can happen to younger folks i have people that that uh, matter of fact i'm getting ready to go to a funeral <clears throat> past 51 years of age and so wow. things can happen you know this life happens uh, mm-hmm. to, to everybody at different ages and so like i just said people plan for everything else Mm-hmm. They, they plan, like I said, sporting events. They they plan for uh, the weddings, the vacation, vacations. But just this last component, a lot of people they just get confused and they don't plan for it. And and I just think it's important that they do. Yes. Okay. Well, tell us how does long term care insurance work? I mean, how how what what what's the what's the probability of having to use it, and how does it work when it comes up? I mean, t- tell us okay. about that. Okay, well, you, there's a couple of questions there. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. How is this when you are um, when you have a long-term care program in place? All you're doing actually is purchasing a pool of cash, a pool of money, and the pool of money is for your care. And so the care can be for whatever. If a person is able to stay at home where most people want to stay, mm-hmm. uh, the care, the money is for to be able to, to take care of you at home, mm-hmm. being able to make sure that your house is situated, and that is 
uh, grab bars in place. Doors are widened. Uh, oh, you can use it for that? I didn't realize oh, yeah. that. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, because basically people want to stay at home, and, and 70% of claims are at home, as a matter of fact. And so okay. Pe- people want to have... Uh, People want to have their houses set up so that they're able to stay, and that's what the protection does. It allows you to be able to stay at home. But you know what? Sometimes people can't stay at home. They have to go to some kind of assisted living or facility care. and so That's, that's expensive, of, too. Oh well, my that's, God. What the pool, that's what the pool of cash is for. It's, it's for uh, your care wherever, home, uh, assisted living, or facility care. But now the other point that you raise, uh, I want to answer your question, but the other point you, you raise as far as, the expense now long-term care protection uh the, the good thing about it is that you pretty much dictate the bottom line because it's based upon your health it's based upon your gender and it's based upon your um your age Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those are the three factors, and so basically, I, I try to encourage folks like maybe their forties and fifties at least start thinking about it, start doing something about it because mm-hmm. it can get more costly at later years. But what I was just saying, you dictate the cost because you might say uh, that pool of cash that I talked about. Yeah. Maybe I want a smaller pool of cash because I do have a pension plan that I know that if I do need some kind of care, I have uh, an income stream, but. I, I do want something. I do want something to augment my, my mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, pension, and so I'll do a smaller pool of cash. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then uh, uh, if some people say, well, I want a larger pool of cash. So you dictate the cost depending upon the pool of cash that you select. I see. I see. Yes. Yes. And, and, and so they, some, some, some jobs are now offering long-term care, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh, federal federal government... Oh, it's big. Uh, yeah, you should get it if, you, if it's available to you. Well, and, and, and you know what? Um, the government realizes that they're not going to be able to take care of uh, us, the baby boomers, because mm-hmm. it's going to be such an influx of us on the system, and they won't be able to do it. So they encourage their employees to get long-term care protection. Right. Uh, 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 the veterans, they, they encourage people to take advantage of long-term care insurance. Okay. Now, now, let me just say this, too, though. Now, programs through your employer is great, and but now, especially if you've got a health challenge, because uh, if you go through your employer, the underwriting is minimal, um, okay. I should say. But now, if you're in good health, though, it's actually... Uh, more advantageous for you to get a plan outside your employer's plan because, see, when you get it outside your employer's plan, it's medically underwritten. That's why I said you you should be healthy. But the nice thing about it is that you you can qualify for so many um, discounts. And and what I mean by that is, like, if you're married, there's a spousal discount. If you're in good health, there, there may be some preferred um, health discounts. I see. And so, so it's, it's just uh, uh, some other discounts that you qualify for, but with the group programs through your employer, they're not. There, there's no no uh, added discounts. I see. Yeah. And isn't it for for business owners? Aren't there some tax deductions available for the cost of long term care? Seemed like I heard somewhere that there mm-hmm. were some tax yep. deductions. That's true. That's true. As a matter of fact. Uh, they can with, with uh, long-term care. It's like a, a selective type of a, a benefit whereby you can pick and choose. It's not like a qualified plan where you have to offer it to the masses. Mm-hmm. Uh, with long-term care, you can uh, just uh, offer it to select, like your key 
key uh, employees. Employees. And uh huh. And and for those smaller companies, like if you're self-employed. Uh, or if you have a, a, a small organization, yes, yeah, it's, it's a deduction. Uh, now it go. I, I'm not trying to give anybody any tax uh, advice, but uh, it depends upon like your medical costs. It goes into that equation as far as uh, that seven half seven half percent of AGI. Uh, okay. okay. It, it may be deductible, right. but but, but, right. but not only that, it, it can be a deduction like a health insurance deduction for some employers too. Okay. So, so those are, to answer your question, yes, there's tax advantages. Okay, but so you should ask your accountant about exactly. that. We're, exactly. We're talking with Joan White McCain of Joan White McCain Financial. She can be reached at joan.whitemccain at lpl.com. Her phone number is 410-654-1956. Joan, we've got to take a break right now, but when we come back, we're going to uh, ask you just a few more questions about this about how this works and what you should look for. We'll be right back. Okay. All right. Thank you. 1450 WOL, where information is power. Did you know that Ward 4 in D.C. is without a dedicated middle school? My name is Leon Andrews, and I'm asking for your vote for D.C. Council Member for Ward 4. Education must be a top priority for our ward. As a parent raising two girls who attend D.C. public schools with Leon's daughters, I know Leon believes that children are our future and that we need to do everything we can in the present to ensure their future. We've known Leon for years since our daughters were in preschool together. I know that Leon believes strongly in making sure we have quality standards and affordable early childhood education. We need a rigorous curriculum in all our schools, more enriching programs for our children that extend to high school school and beyond. We need vocational training and certifications to be available so our young people have options. I know what works. I've been working with mayors and city leaders in D.C. and across the country on these issues for the last 10 years. Vote for me, Leon T. Andrews Jr. on April 28th. For more information, please go to andrewsfordc.com. Paid for by the friends of Leon T. Andrews Jr. It's now open St. John's Kitchen, 5315 East Capitol Street, Southeast. It's soul food cooking at its best. Stop by today and get some liver and onions, pig feet, fish, meatloaf, chitlins, mac and cheese, collard greens, and so much more. And they're open for breakfast, too, with salmon cakes, scrapple, and pancakes, and you have to get a slice of that sweet potato pie. Open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. St. John's Kitchen, soul food at its finest, 202-575-2826. Do you own a new or used Mercedes-Benz and are looking for a place that specializes in servicing luxury cars? Magic Benz Services USA, located at 4716 Baltimore Avenue, Hyattsville, Maryland, is the place. They are the premier specialists with up to 40% off dealer prices and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Offering professional services to keep your Mercedes running, like transmission services. Brake services, complete engine services, tire replacement, balance, and rotation, engine cooling system flush, battery and charging system check or replacement, fuel injection services, wheel alignment, used car pre-purchase inspection, and much, much more. So call for your appointment today, 301-985-2676, or go to magicbenservice.com, and now offering law enforcement, military, and government discounts. So call 301-985-2676. News Talk 1450 WOLAM, where information is power. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. And we're, we're speaking with Joan White McCain of Joan White McCain Financial. Uh, Joan, actually, the time has gone so quickly. Can you sort of wrap up and give us your main points about long-term care insurance? Because we do have another guest here in the, in the studio that I've kind of get to, I, I want to get to as well. Sure, I understand. I understand. Uh-huh. I, all I'll just say, Ethel, is this. I, I've been in the industry now. This is going on my 29th year yes. in helping people with their plans, their their insurance, their, their long-term care. And over the, the 29 years, uh, I know I've aged, but I've seen my clients age too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen them, and, and uh, I'm so, so thankful that they took the time and they listened and they did something about getting their plans together. And, and, and they're so glad they did too. Mm-hmm. And so I just ask your listeners, when it comes your time, what's, what's going to be your plan? Mm-hmm. What's going to be your plan? And uh, mm-hmm. I just just don't want to have to um, uh, see people in a situation where they don't have their things in place. So that's all that I'll say, and I just thank you, too. Oh, thank you very much. And and my listeners, if you, I know you have to leave, Joan, but uh, if you want Joan's number, I'm going to give it out one more time and her email address. And you can always call me, and I'll be glad to give you her number as well. Uh, it's Joan White McCain, Joan White McCain Financial. Her email address is Joan, J-O-A-N, dot W-H-I-T-E-M-C-C-A-I-N at L-P-L dot com. And her phone number is 410-654-1956. Thank you very much, Joan. Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Ethel. Okay. We'll talk later. Okay. Okay. Um, We have in our audience now... With us the whole time, Mr. Douglas Ease, who is uh, a wealth strategist and financial advisor. He's going to discuss with us creating generational wealth. Okay? Douglas Ease established his Largo Financial Services, Inc. in 2000 with a vision to provide individuals and small business owners with the education and guidance needed to achieve financial freedom. As a wealth strategist and an award-winning insurance agent, Douglas believes in helping his clients find money in places they may be throwing it away unknowingly and unnecessarily, and he equips individuals with the information and knowledge to make sound financial decisions. Douglas Ease is the author of the critically acclaimed Creating Generational Wealth, What the Super Wealthy Know That You Need to Know. He has been awarded the ACE Award through American Classic Agency for eight consecutive years. The National Life Group has recognized him as a Chairman's Club qualifier and Diamond Club member, a significant recognition reserved for the company's top insurance representatives throughout the nation. Douglas is a distinguished member of the exclusive Million Dollar Roundtable Court of the Table, an organization of notable financial representatives. He was awarded the 2013 (laughs) Male Entrepreneur of the Year, in addition to being nominated among the top 100 financial advisors of 2013 by the International Financial Leadership Association. As a leading business figure, Douglas has also been featured in Profile Magazine, and Power Broker Magazine as one of the top 
25 wealth builders and financial professionals in the Tampa Bay area. Douglas has offices in Tampa Bay, Florida, and in Greenbelt, Maryland, at Largo Financial Services. Welcome, Douglas, to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. Thank you so much. Yes, I've been wanting to get you on this program. (laughs) Thank you very much for being here. Let's get started. Doug, what is the difference between having a lot of money and creating wealth? Let's start there. What what, what do you mean when you say wealth? Well, you know, wealth, I, I believe wealth, is a, is a situation where you could pass the money to the next generation. So you have enough to live on, yes, and like you want, and exactly pass it off. Pass it on. Okay. You know, there's a lot of folks that have money. Uh, we've seen people that win the lottery. We've seen a lot of, you know, football players, basketball players, mm-hmm. athletes that have money. But then once they pass on, that money dies with them. Uh-huh. And there's so many business owners as well that that made good living. You know, they've made mm-hmm. millions. But then when they die, mm-hmm. their money dies with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wealth is when you're able to pass it on. Of course. And, of course, I have to put a plug in that you've got to do the legal piece exactly. as well as building the financial piece in order to be able to pass it exactly. on. Exactly. And that's okay. the reason why I wrote the, uh, my book, Creating Generational Wealth, where I share the different concepts and what you need to put together as a plan to help you pass the money to the next generation. Okay. And I want my listeners to know you can get his book. Creating Generational Wealth from Amazon.com. Amazon, iTunes, all that. I, yeah, yeah, all of it's on there. Oh, it's yeah. on. It's an ebook too. It's an ebook, and we just okay. I didn't realize that. An excellent. Too. An audio. Excellent. Exactly. Excellent. So we want to get everything covered, so no more uh-huh. excuses. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. 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 So, how do you create wealth? I mean, what what is it that you recommend to people if somebody's struggling? Mm-hmm. You know, right now even to try and you know, let's let's go to people that don't have a lot of money. Right. Okay. What do you do? What do you recommend for them? Well, you know, the first thing I always say is this. You know, just because you don't have no money right now doesn't mean you cannot teach the concepts to your children. Uh-huh. I use a perfect example of uh, J.D. Rockefeller. Uh-huh. You know, we all know him as the um, the philanthropy that he was and during his time and everything, but he's father wasn't rich his father wasn't wealthy mm. but he's uh he came from a family where he was actually one of the youngest and he was his mom taught him the concept of mm-hmm. saving putting away 10 percent of his income and as he continued to save and then also showed him the reason why he also needs to put away 10 percent in tithing to, to mm-hmm. his church to so church, that yeah. helped him out as, as he grew and started working and was doing that he was able to save enough money and when an opportunity presented itself, he was able to buy into a business. I think you, you just said something that's very, very critical that a lot of us don't realize. Right. We don't realize that the reason for saving isn't just for a rainy day, mm-hmm. but it's also so you can take advantage of opportunities yeah. when they come. Of course, because you know, there's so many people that have great ideas, business uh-huh. ideas, but you know... <laughs> You need money because when you walk to the bank and you go to the bank, I, I have the best business portfolio idea. The first thing they ask you is, like, how much money you got to put in this game? Uh-huh. You uh-huh. Know? So unless you, you're lucky to get on Shark Tank, and even, and even that, they ask how much money you got, how much money you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why should we invest in you? Yeah. So, you know, you always need that money to jumpstart whatever you need to do. 
So that's a good reason for saving as well. Very, very important. Uh huh. And 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 for I I wish somebody could teach that to people that do make a lot of money of while they're young because instead of buying cars <laughs> and airplanes and stuff like that, that money that they use on the cars and motorcycles could really right. be money that could fund the next well, whatever. You well, never know. Folks that you know that own airplanes. I mean, I think they've done. <laughs> Well, I hope. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that. Yeah, well, you yeah, you're right. You're well, right. One you're thing right. I always say for for a lot of young people, you know, and I, I use me as an immigrant from West Africa, Nigeria, coming to America. They know nothing about financial industry, but uh, when I got into the business, the first thing that I started looking at is people talking about old money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, how do they? How, what does that mean, basically? Old money. Old money, uh-huh, you know, because uh-huh. I know from the country I come from, a lot of old money dies. So uh-huh. I started looking at all these rich family and these wealthy families, and I started understanding what they were doing different mm-hmm, from everybody mm-hmm, else. Mm-hmm. And I, I started plugging into some of the concepts, and one of the concepts I, I quickly realized fast was life insurance. Uh-huh. And that's something that a lot of people... You know, I don't understand. There's some myths about life insurance. Big time myths. You know, people okay. think it's just for death. And then when you listen to so many so-called experts, uh-huh. they tell you, oh, you know, you don't need a whole, you, you don't need life insurance for your children, or you don't need this amount, or you just need this particular kind of life insurance. Uh-huh. So, but when I start looking at the banks, I start looking at the wealthy families, I start uh-huh. realizing, man, if a bank can use life insurance to as a tax shelter, if the wealthy family can see life insurance as a way to pass wealth on, you know, why isn't everybody else doing it? Okay. What good is life insurance to the living? Man, so much. I, I have, okay, okay. Talk <laughs> so, to me because so I don't understand. Because the concept is usually you buy life insurance for when you die. Right. Okay. So what? tell me about what is it about life insurance that's good well, for somebody that's alive? You know, I can always use my example on what is done for me in my, you know, 20 years of being in America, understanding the business and understanding insurance. Well, I've used my life insurance when I was single, didn't have no children or anything. You know, I used life insurance to pay for my wedding when I got married. Mm-hmm. I used Pretty wedding, too. I saw it on, online, right. <laughs> I used life insurance to set up a business for my wife in 2011, a mm-hmm. medical clinic. We opened up debt-free. We didn't have no debt. You know, we, how do you do that? How do you ta- talk? Well, you know, break you start, it down for us. Yes. Yeah, tell you us. Know, a lot of times, single people always think, "Oh, I don't need life insurance." Right. I'm not married. And that's what advisors insurance. tell them. Yeah. Right. And that's the wrong information. You use I use life insurance as a savings account. Okay. So when you look at your traditional bank account, your savings with any other low, you know um, traditional banks, the interest rate you're getting on a savings it's account nothing. is like nothing. Zero point zero one percent. You know, and then you're told to put your emergency money in a savings account. Mm-hmm. Well, if I put all my emergency money in my savings account and I get sued, yeah, happens? there it is. Yeah, yeah. All that money is gone. If I get but can you put money in a life insurance policy and then get it back and not lose the life insurance? Of course you can. That's the that's the greatest opportunity that the wealthy have understood for years. Okay, know? talk and to us. Tell us about this. Life insurance as a way to save. Okay. Like I have 90% of my money in a, same, in a life insurance policy because, one, it's protected from creditors. Uh-huh. You know, it's protected in the fact that if anything should happen, I don't ever have to worry about losing that money because insurance companies are very rich. You know, they well, control 75% of the wealth in yeah, this country. Yeah, that's true. That's so very true. So once you understand yeah. those concepts and understand how powerful they are, 
Well, there's no point doing anything other. And then the money in the life insurance policy grows tax deferred, just like your 401k mm-hmm. grows tax deferred. But you also have access to the money tax free in the form of a loan. So, okay, so what kind of life insurance policy are we talking about? Okay, there's two types, basically. We have the term insurance and we have the permanent insurance. Right. Now, term insurance is also a very good plan to cover you for a temporary period. That's okay. just what it is. But the permanent insurance, inside the permanent policy, there's three main ones I'm going to focus on. There's whole life, mm-hmm. there's universal life, and then there's index universal life. Okay. Are three types. They all build cash, and that every time you put a dollar in, you're getting a percentage and interest rate attached to that dollar. Okay. So those, those help you on this. So as you continue to build it up, depending on the, and that's why it's so important uh, when you sit down with a financial person mm-hmm. that's saying, okay, they want you to purchase a life insurance policy. The first thing I always tell my clients to ask, because I share my story and what I have, mm-hmm. and I show them what I have. So mm-hmm. always ask that person. If this is so good, what do you have? For do you have insurance? Right, right, right. right, right. Very it. good, very good. Don't be telling me to put money in there. You don't own one. You don't own one. Right, right. We're talking with Douglas Ease of Largo Financial Services Inc. His phone number is three zero one two two zero three five five five. His website is largofinancialservices.com. dot com, and you can email him at Douglas at largofinancialservices.com. dot com. He's also on Twitter at Largo Financial Services and on Facebook at Largo Financial. Uh, call us, please, at 1-800-450-7876, 1-800-450-7876. Douglas, tell us a little bit about, and we're going to come back to the insurance shortly, but you have a rather unique notion about family and how, what, what, you know, how do you, what 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 do you say about what are the important um, things and habits that yes. you've found that super wealthy people do in terms of family? What yeah. t- tell us about that? Well, unlike everybody else, you know, the super wealthy they look at their family like a business, and that's what I tell people to do. You gotta look at your family as a business, and you know, in the traditional way. For example, the only time we as individuals start looking for a good CPA, a good a tax attorney, or a good you know, um, financial advisor or whoever, is when we open up a business. Mm. We start looking for the people to help us with our business. Mm-hmm. But we seem to forget that as a family unit, we also have bills, we have mm-hmm. income that come in, we mm-hmm. have all these things. So guess what? We need a good attorney to make sure that if I pass away, just, you know, like yourself, or since you're an estate mm-hmm. plan attorney, mm-hmm. I need to make sure I have the right wills and trust in place. Right, you right. Know, That's very important. That, there's going to be a family chaos. Yes, tell me about <laughs> it. A lot of chaos. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, the next, so I want the families, I, I want the families to make sure that you have, you treat your family like a business. You have the, the, the husband or the wife as the president. And the other person, <laughs> the vice president, and then the children are the employees. Okay. You know, okay. And you got to always say, you know what? What happens if we pass away? How does the family world continue? Ah, I see. Okay, that's where you can help people with. Yes, yes. I understand we have a caller on the line. Hello? No? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Okay, I see it now. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought that's what you were saying. Yes. Um, so if if the family is a business, you want to make sure that if something happened to one of the the uh, business earners, right. shall we right. say, right. 
the family is taken care of, exactly. that they can still go to college, they can pay their bills, yes. the house is not going to be repossessed. Right. And so you can use insurance for that. That's kind Definitely. of the traditional way. Yes. Okay, but what else? What What else? What are some other habits? Well, uh, some other habits, having family financial meetings. Financial meetings. Yes. You You're saying for families to sit down and talk about their money talk together. talk about money because the only that's time we do that. That's a cultural shift, yeah. you know? <laughs> okay. Well, that's why we have the situation where it's certain culture, the ones that control the money in the country. Ah, interesting point. They understand the importance of family meetings. We spend a lot of times and we do a lot of family reunions. Uh-huh. What do we talk about in those family reunions? We eat. We eat and... and yes. <laughs> Well, it might be a good idea to invite a financial advisor that understands the importance of a family and sit down just in just an hour of the whole mm-hmm. family because that's when we have everybody together, you know, cousins, uncles, everyone, because everybody has a vested interest to continue that family legacy. Okay. You know, okay. so that's ways to make it work. Okay. And what about in the in the, the traditional, like, just the, the nucleus family, whether it's husband, wife, children, mm-hmm. uh, mother, children, father, children, do you advise that they sit down with their, their children yes, as well? Yes, definitely. And what kind of things do you think they should talk about? How, in other words, how do you help your children build a solid well, financial foundation? Well, the first thing you got to do, yeah, you got to definitely make sure that everybody in the family has a <laughs> insurance policy. Very, very okay. important. You know, I've heard so many people say, well, you know, the children don't bring in any income, so they don't need life insurance. I'm like, well, that's a lie because you could teach your, you could show your children and by setting up a plan for them and set them up to become millionaires so that by the time they reach age 25, 30 years old and they need money to start a business or to do something, guess Mm -hmm. what? You can actually loan them the money. Wow, from the insurance from the policy? Life insurance policy. Really? And it's wow. so inexpensive for children. I mean, that it's so, it makes so much sense to start a plan for the kids at a young age. Okay, I've heard of people using life insurance to save for college for children. Yes, you can. You could do okay. that too. Okay, that's. Yeah, hmm, because that's one, the reason they use life insurance to save for college is one because one it doesn't cover it it doesn't show up when you're applying for the financial aid the federal government financial aid. oh that's great it's not uh-huh. it doesn't show up and the parent controls the money okay okay you know unlike okay. other plans where if you don't use it for college you're gonna get hit with a tax penalty if you use it for any other ah you like know. the other kind of plan exactly okay. so for me I mean I have insurance on my kids and if they decide they don't want to go to college they want they want to do something else or they want to invest in a business or do something uh-huh. I can take the money and do use it for that use it for that you know and if they decide they just want to do nothing uh-huh. then I could use the money and buy me whatever car whatever I want to buy whatever you want to buy because <laughs> it's my money uh huh uh huh wow so so what a what are the other kind of myths about, you know, creating wealth? What do, you know, that you've found? Because you're teaching us something here about the use of life insurance to to save and accumulate wealth, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, I call life insurance a guaranteed lottery ticket. Oh, a lottery ticket. It's a guaranteed, guaranteed lottery ticket. ticket. It's going to pay out one day. We just don't know when. Okay. So if you know it's going to pay out, how much of it do you want to own? Okay, you okay. Know? So one, the other myths about creating wealth that, most folks don't, you know, they always overlook is the fact saying, well, you know what, I, yeah, I, I want to do, I just want to invest in the stock market. I want to invest in real estate. Again, uh-huh. that's great. It's awesome. You could do that. But 
the question to you is how if there's a financial earthquake, you know, and Joanne covered a lot of that earlier regarding how prepared are you mm-hmm. if something like a heart attack happens, a stroke happens, a chronic illness happens, mm-hmm. you know, if you can, what, what would you do? You know, how would your real estate and your stock protect you at that point? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. life insurance is the only vehicle in America that will complete what you want done. So, for example, if I want to save, if I want to save a million dollars, okay, or you want to leave a million dollars, I want to leave a million dollars, and I have I have a goal of twenty years or whatever to save that money. Right. Well, it might make a good sense to open up a get a million dollar life insurance policy based on your income if you if you're able to, and you could do it on term or a a cash, but just in case you don't make it. Okay. <laughs> to that 20 years. Right. That's money that's going to be infused into the family. Into the family. To do right. whatever you need to be done. Right. Okay. Okay. And then, but it, but but you also are saying that inside of one of the three types of insurance policies right. that you talked about, you can be saving that yes. money. You could be saving it and, and, and getting up. a return. You get a return on it and you build it up as you go. And, um, I, you know, one thing that people always ask, especially folks that are struggling with, you know, saving money. Mm-hmm. So unlike most financial advisors, the first uh-huh. thing they do to you is when they meet you, they ask you, how much money you got, Eto? Uh-huh. Uh, bring all your money. Let me invest it for you and get you a better rate of return. Okay. So we take a different approach to that. What okay. we do is we help our clients find money in places they might be throwing away money unknowingly or unnecessarily. How do you do that? Well, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, uh-huh. Had a, uh, uh, and this just happened recently too. Uh, had a guy I met with him two years ago in 2012. I actually sat down making, you know, six figure income, doing good for himself. But he was paying on a car note about $1,900 a month. Good Lord. Yeah, it's a lot, you know, and he has, um, because of his credit, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, you know, he's young, single, you mm-hmm. know, never understood the concept of insurance. But he sat down with us. Somebody referred him to our company. We mm-hmm. sat, I sat down with him. And um, we got him started with a plan for $500 a month, and he started doing that. Now, remember, he's paying $1,900 for a car payment. Oh, man. You know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. man, I can't really save. But he's putting away, he said he's, he could do $500 a month. So we started the platform. You know, fast forward two years later, we met back again, and we, this time we were able to refinance his car. Okay. And dropped his payment from $1,900 to $700 a month. Oh, wow. Very now, good. He freed up $1,200. Right. Now, what do most people do with that? Some people blow that money. So what I told them to do, treat that to, that savings as mm-hmm. if you're still paying that $1,900 a month. Right. Now, we're going to take that $1,200 and add to your $500 a month. Right. Now, he's putting away $1,700 $1, a month. $1,700 a month. Very and, good. Yeah. Very good. So there's a lot of places you can find money, you know, the way you pay for your credit. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of meds on how to pay off your house and all those things. So we have a whole video on that concept. Uh-huh. You know, why you need to pay off your house in a different way. We're not telling you not to pay it off, but what we're doing is I rather have the money in my account that uh-huh. I control. So okay. if I have a if I own a home that I owe three hundred thousand dollars on more uh-huh. than one, but I have three hundred thousand dollars in my bank account. Uh-huh. Well guess what? My house is actually paid off because my three hundred thousand dollars in my account uh-huh. is growing compound and interest. Mm-hmm. Whenever I choose I could write a check to pay the house off, but you know what? 
I decide to wait. I don't want to pay that house off yet. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm still getting the tax deduction on it. Right. Because once right. you pay it off, you lose the deduction. Right. Right. That's and true. And as you get older, you need all the deductions you can because right. the kids are out of the house. <laughs> yeah. And it's just you receiving income. Uh-huh. You know, 401k income, mm-hmm. social security income, pensioning, all mm-hmm. those monies are being taxed. Mm-hmm. And you have no deduction. Mm-hmm. So the only deduction that you do have, you end up paying it off. Makes okay. no sense. Okay, okay. So you look at the whole picture, the whole financial picture. Yes, we look picture. at everything. They're okay. Dead, everywhere they add, look at their credit, see what we can do to make sure that you have a better lifestyle in the future when you retire. How many people you have working for you? <laughs> you have a lot of people We have working. a lot of agents, and we're still looking for more, actually, because, you know, with this creating generational wealth, we need to spread the word. Yes. You know, so that's exciting. And so we're always looking for folks to come join our organization and, uh-huh. and grow with us. It don't matter which company they're with. If they're tired of, if they tired of being sick and tired, like I got tired of being sick and tired, uh-huh. you know, I left the company and... and Start it your own. Start it your own. We're talking with Douglas Ease, the author of Creating Generational Wealth. I recommend that you get his book. It's on Amazon.com. It's also available on iTunes. Yes. Uh, you can download it, and it's also an audio book. It's an audio book. It's an audio book, Kindle, all that. Right, right. That is great, Doc. That really is. His phone number is 301-220-3555. And you can email him at Douglas at LargoFinancialServices.com. So please do that. And, and can you wind up, what are, the, what are the critical summary points that you want people to take away from, well, from, from what you're saying? Because <laughs> I think what you're saying is it is in a way quite different. It is. It is. I mean, you know, but the concept is not new. You know, uh-huh. it's been around for years. Mm-hmm. You know, all I've done is just say, you know what, let's bring this in so that I make it simple mm-hmm. you know, for people to understand. And what we've done in Creating Generational Wealth, the book, what we've done inside of the book is talk about the importance of setting up the difference between a will and a trust. Right, you know, right. The, the importance of setting up your business properly, you mm-hmm. know, because there's so many people that set up businesses, but... They don't, don't do talk it, right. to a CPA. They don't talk to mm-hmm. an, a, a, a business attorney. Don't mm-hmm. understand. You know, right. you spend that little that that money, you know, to save yourself millions and later yes. in the future. Yes. You know, yes. as a yes. business owner, you also got to make sure that you're properly protected. Yes. Because so many families take money out of their retirement plan to start a business, mm-hmm. and then something happens to that family breadwinner. Mm-hmm. And all that money is gone. It's gone, and you can use insurance to make sure that you that can does use not happen. To make sure that everything is done the way you want it to be done. And use insurance as a savings vehicle. Yeah. That's a, that's it's, it's that's awesome. an interesting concept. It really is. And I I think the idea of us and and as 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 a people creating more and more wealth. Yes. And I talk about real wealth, not just yeah. you know enough to live off of, but real wealth. And and even for single people, to because I have a lot of single clients who are able to leave money for charities and churches yes. and nieces and nephews right. and so on that makes such a difference in their lives as well. It's a big deal, especially if you want to leave money for charity. I mean. What's the best phone call you could make to a charity and say, listen, I don't know how much money I'm going to leave you, but it's going to be a whole lot of money. And all you have to do is just put 10% uh, of that uh, of your insurance policy as a beneficiary to that charity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that, and the, the good thing about a, a permanent life policy is it grows with you. 
So mm. even you could start with a million dollars today, but mm-hmm. by the time you get older, including the cash value and the debt benefit, it builds okay. up so much. You could end up with five, ten million dollars, depending on how you spend. That's a permanent it. life policy. Permanent okay, life. sounds like you're a real expert in this area. <laughs> that is wonderful. I'll tell you the one policy I don't like though is the uh, accidental death. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like accidental death because nope. that is so yes, you, people rare. Don't understand it. People it's, don't understand it's it, and they sell it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they sell it to a lot of older people, yes. and they don't realize. They think that they've got a real policy for no. their family, but if you don't die with an accident, yes. then it's you nothing. To, you have yeah. to die within ninety days of the accident. Yeah, and if yeah. You don't die within ninety days. It yeah, don't pay out. that's the only one I do <laughs> not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of accidental death. Uh, I'm and, not a fan of it either. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much. I really don't like that one. I a lot really of banks don't. sell it, though. A lot of people sell it. Banks. And you know what? A lot of older people get caught with get, the price. With, with the price is cheap, yes. and then they start taking it. I've seen it when, when the estate comes in, and mm. you look at the checking account, and you see this money coming yes. out every month for years. Yes. And then you call. Some people think it's going to pay off their credit cards mm-hmm. or whatever. And you call and you find out, oh, no, that was accidental That's death. accidental death. That's why it's so important. Don't just pick stuff up off of the Internet or off of a, a million. You need to sit down with a, a financial advisor yeah. to make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. Because it's your life. It's your money. And it's your money. It's your money. You, yeah. know, you might as well invest it properly and take the time to sit down with someone. With a professional. Yes, yeah. yeah. A lot of times I will have professionals to review the insurance of my clients. That's good. Because a lot of times they'll they'll come in with stuff and it just, to me even, it doesn't make any sense. Wow. You yeah. know, it doesn't make any sense. But um, you have given us a whole new look at... Yeah. Insurance and another way of creating wealth. That is wonderful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Douglas Eaves. He's with Largo Financial Services, Inc. Uh, you can find him on Facebook at Largo Financial. You can tweet him at Largo Financial Services. And you can go to his website, LargoFinancialServices.com. Is there anything you want to say sort of? To well, close out. Yeah, I'm going. Actually, I'm doing a college planning seminar in Boston, Massachusetts, next Saturday. So I'm going to be in Boston. And we're all over the country. We have agents in different parts of the country. And thank God, with today, with the um, internet, yes, we're able to do business all over the country. So that's, that's good. why it's great. So contact us, and um, you know, we share some free, valuable information. Very good, very good. Thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you. you very much. This has been Attorney Ethel Mitchell with Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. Uh, We will be back next week uh, with some more very good, useful information for you. Uh, Give me a call if you need assistance with your estate planning, your wills, your trusts, or your uh, uh, administering an estate. I'm at 202-772-1988. That's 202-772-1988. And I wish you all a very good week. Updates on the web at WOLDCnews.com. 1450 WOL, where information is power. You've been listening to Law Talk with Ethel Mitchell. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for another informative broadcast. To reach Attorney Mitchell, you may do so by calling 202-772-1988. That's 202-772-1988. Or log on to her website 
www.lawtalkwithethelmitchell.com. WOL Washington, WPRS HD2 Waldorf, WKYS HD2 Washington, WMMJ HD2 Bethesda, a Radio 1 station, and worldwide at WOLDCnews.com. Welcome, NBA fans. Tonight's NBA Man, matchup. nothing beats seeing an NBA game in person. Hey, buddy, thanks again for driving. So, where are our seats? Oh, we're sitting right around the corner. Hey, but before we do anything, let me stop for a second at the designated driver booth and make the pledge. Excuse me, sir, did you say designated driver? <laughs> yeah, I'm the designated driver tonight. Congratulations, you are a winner. And for being the designated driver and always buckling up every trip, every time, you have won the adoration of your friends and family who will get home safely from the game. Cool. Your prize also includes the gratitude of all of the drivers on the road who won't have to fear for their lives. And finally, you've won the chance to follow your favorite NBA team to the NBA Finals because responsibility has its rewards. Woo. Yeah. To find out more, visit the designated driver booth at the arena or visit rhir.org. A message from this station and Team Coalition. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team, but... I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah, seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures. A stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. 
What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I am your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. News Talk 1450 WOLAM, where information is power. The views and opinions of the following show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of News Talk 1450 WOL, Radio 1 Incorporated, or their management. I was born by the river in a little tent. Oh, and just like the river, I've been running. Ever since It's been a long A long time coming But I know A change gonna come Oh yes it will It's been too 